welcome to Binging with Badness, the only podcast that's got hoes in different area codes. That's going to make sense when we find out who's in this movie. My name is Mitchell McIntyre. And I'm Vanessa Vogel. And somehow we decided to keep going with this because we are on Too Fast, Too Furious, (laughs) which is, I think outside of the fate of the Furious, Mm -hmm. the dumbest name in the series. You think so? Yes, because too it's fast. too fast, number two fast, number two furious. Yes. And fate, I, fate of the Furious is almost clever. But, like, what else are you going to call it? Fast and the Furious 2? We all would have sat yeah. here and called it, you should have called it Too Fast, Too Furious, goddammit. Ah, shit, she's right. Uh, but, yes. So, this movie was released in 2003. And it was the probably the first movie in the Racing is Cool Now series. Because um, I've, I've said this before. You guys have heard me say this. Um, when Fast and the Furious came out, we realized street racing was cool. Mm-hmm. Now this movie is aware street racing is cool and that it's their fault. <laughs> so... I found a lot of the shots, and let me know if you felt the same way, especially at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. were very like, yeah, <laughs> look at this shit. Apparently, nitrous oxide can cause the time stream continuum to go loopy. Okay. <laughs> I wrote that down. Uh, <laughs> I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I didn't feel like this in the first movie, but here in the second movie... When they hit the nitrous oxide button, it's not like you go from like 100 miles per hour to 120 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. That's what it's trying to show. But what it does show is us going from 100 miles an hour to 412 miles an hour, <laughs> breaking the sound barrier and lighting everything around us on fire. Yeah, I'm not kidding about the time stream continuum. If you guys ever watch Doctor Who and you can see how everything turns into a blur when they go through the continuum, same effect, guys. Oh, so as you can tell, we literally just got done watching the movie. I think you finished a little bit before I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got we got a lot of stuff to say uh, on this one. I I don't want to give away my my whole opinion right off the hop. I was about to say that's the point of the podcast. Yeah, but I liked this one better than the first one. <laughs> I did. Because it lacks Vin Diesel? No, well, no. I do find Tyrese Gibson. Okay, well, I'll, I'll explain who's in it. Uh, Too Fast, Too Furious is a 2003 action film directed by, and this surprised the hell out of me, John Singleton. Now, if you don't know who John Singleton is, mm-hmm. you will probably know the movie he did, which was Boys in the Hood, which is a seminal movie uh, about what it's like to be a black youth in America. Uh, one of the best movies ever made, and it's half the reason you know who Ice Cube is. Oh. Uh, and he made Too Fast, Too Furious. And he made Too Fast, too, not even The Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. Uh, he also did movies like Four Brothers. He did a movie called um, uh, Shaft. Remember the uh, the Shaft movie starring Samuel L. Jackson? Uh-huh. That was him. Uh, he's a big, big name uh, in, in, like, black film directors Mm -hmm. and he did too fast too furious look we all gotta cash a paycheck sometimes this is a little bit like finding out that martin scorsese did (laughs) ant-man like okay i kind of get it but also huh (laughs) 
Um, it is a standalone sequel to The Fast and the Furious. There is only one character holdover, and that's Brian O'Connor. Uh, everybody else is gone. Yeah. This movie is basically a spinoff. Like. Yeah. Um, so, naturally, it stars Paul Walker, Tyrese Gibson, uh, Eva Mendez, Cole Hauser, Chris Ludacris, Bridges, and James Ramar. Um, you probably know all of those people, uh, except for maybe Cole Hauser, who I don't really know. Yeah. Um, all of them do okay. Like, you don't come to this series for solid acting, but... You ain't gonna find it here. So everybody's <laughs> like, everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrese Gibson, yeah, this is his first Fast and the Furious movie, obviously, but not his last. No, like I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if I'm gonna be real with you, I uh, of course I don't really know the series much, but I thought that they would kind of cut this movie out entirely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not think we'd be back, but apparently his character appears. Mm-hmm. And like Fast and Furious 5, 6, 7, 8. 5, 6, 7, 8. But what if it's like that one NBA game where it was a ghost the whole time? Remember? Oh, no. Well, no. <laughs> Roman didn't die, though, right? So. Well, we didn't think your friend in the Spoiler NBA alert. game died either. But then the power of his ghost made you feel guilt. If you don't know what she's talking about, it's NBA 2K, I want to say 16, written by Spike Lee. You guys remember that? If you haven't, look up, look which one of it is, the story mode is written by Spike Lee. It is the most batshit storyline <laughs> for a sports game I have ever, ever heard. Yeah, it's very little about sports and more about how, oh, it sucks. Yeah. Um, just in general, not basketball, just like. Just it. Uh, fame, fortune, being alive, <laughs> I don't know. So Tyrese Gibson, you don't really hear of him a lot. Like, you probably heard the name, but you probably don't, like, mm-hmm. really know him. But he has been a recurring role in two of the highest grossing film franchises of all time. Fast and the Furious and... Transformers? Transformers! Is he the black robot? I... No. That's actually played by a white guy. Okay, we have some words about Transformers. I... I okay, so we're not doing Transformers, but I worry that, that at some point we will. <laughs> And I hate the Transformers movies so much. Yeah, you should. I, bad. I really like Transformers 1. I think it's a solid movie. I And then they threw all that progress out the window for 2 through 10, 10 or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the second movie on Blu-ray. Uh, I watched about half of it. I left to get some air and I never came back. <laughs> Still getting air. Still getting air to this day. Um, so he's not the black robot. No, that was actually Tom Kenny. Who's a white man. SpongeBob SquarePants. Wait, Spongebob did a black voice in... Are you talking about Skids and Mudflap, or are you talking about Jet? I'm talking about the robot that's very clearly supposed to be black. Yeah, that's, uh... That's Skids and Mudflap. Anyway, (laughs) Tyrese Gibson is also in movies called uh, Flight of the Phoenix, uh, which is a solid little movie. It's a remake of the original. Mm -hmm. Um, Annapolis, which is also okay. Death Race, which sucks! (laughs) And is... A solo artist with seven solo albums. Oh, good for him. I had no idea. Who signed him? Uh, I'm not sure, but enough to get seven albums out of it. I'm about to say, if it's like some big thing like Murder, Inc., good job for you. Yeah, I I feel like this was, um, this is something I knew, but didn't like really realize. Um, but anyway, so early treatments of this sequel initially did feature, uh, Vin Diesel 
and Paul Walker. Uh, this was supposed to be a direct sequel. But Vin Diesel um, figured, I'm too good for this. I'm going to do The Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, dear. Um, I feel like, you know, Vin Diesel, who who I don't know, so I, I don't, you know, feel comfortable. I think you'd like him. He likes D&D. Yeah, that's true. But um, I feel like at this point in his career... Mm-hmm. He thought he was a bigger deal than he was. Or at least on the fast track to being a bigger deal. Yeah. And started, like... Throwing his weight around? Yeah. And, and this is kind of a, a, a down tip. Uh, because if you remember, before Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious 4, uh, he was nowhere. Like, he was nowhere for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. And then now, like, the Fast and Furious 4 came out, and now he's a big deal again. Uh, because he stuck to his guns and raced cars. <laughs> What he's good at. What he's good at. Uh, Taking place months after the events of the first film, ex-police officer Brian O'Connor is on the run from the law after letting Dominic Toretto uh, leave scot-free. Hold up. It's only been months? Yeah, it has not been very long. Months. He traveled. So the original movie took place in California. Yes, out in L.A. Out in L.A. This movie takes place in Miami, Florida, which for those of you who are not American means on the other goddamn side of the country. Yes. Uh, Honestly, my miss, there's not more gators in this movie. That would be fun. Uh, although Miami is a very nice locale. Yeah, uh, but it's also the home of people like Jason Mendoza. <laughs> this is true. Uh, well, that's Jacksonville. Yeah, but Jacksonville in Florida. Florida is Florida. Uh, so this is something I didn't realize uh, until I started doing research for the movie. There is uh, two prequel films in the Fast and the Furious series. There's two short films. Eh? Um, and the first one is called, and I'm not joking here, Turbocharged prequel for Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, is it just him moving for like 20 minutes? Basically it is. <laughs> so it was available on the DVD um, and it was a short film released. Mm-hmm. And when I say short film, uh, I mean it because it is six minutes long. Oh, um, just him packing a U-Haul? Or? Well, I'll, I'll tell you because I watched it. Uh, so you don't have to. It's not like um, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just unnecessary. <laughs> I will read you the entire plot right here and now. Brian packs his bags to leave for Los An- to leave Los Angeles because the LAPD is on his ass. Uh, I appreciate that there is actual consequences to him letting Dominic Toretto go. Yeah, um, which is nice. And let's not forget he shot a suspect. This is true. Um, also, the FBI has launched a national manhunt for him, which is why they were on his ass so quickly in this movie. I see. Um, he basically travels across Arizona to Texas, uh, down the ways, and he makes money through street racing. Shock surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, at one point, he's forced to ditch his car in San Antonio because the police officers are notified of his presence. Uh, they come to collect the car, so he just, like, hitches a ride with some random lady. Uh, she knows who he really is, um, but she does nothing about it. Um, so he like, she drops her off. He buys the Nissan Skyline, the car at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Uh, he gets it repainted. He gets it all modified because apparently he's rich as fuck. Uh. Is street racing like. Lucrative? Fucking lucrative and I don't know about it. How well, at the beginning he won $10,000. So Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he, uh, wins, uh, more races. That's all this movie is, is shots of races, obviously. Uh, he heads, uh, he reaches Jacksonville and heads south towards Miami, Mm -hmm. uh, where he sees, um, two guys, 
um, Slapjack and Orange Julius. Sure. Yeah. Uh, members of Retribution in the WWE, I guess. Uh, and then, like, he sees the cars and he drives up and then it says, to be continued. Oh, boy. Uh, that's it. That's the movie. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, so it's just a little, like, all this stuff can be extrapolated. Because you didn't see it and I assume you kind of figured out what happened. Yeah, somehow he ended up in Florida, and now he's Street Jesus. And yeah! I guess we just threw all the stuff about, you know, L.A. under the fucking bus. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into the movie proper, shall we? All right, let's do it. Curtain up. We go from the Universal logo, which gets transformed into a spinning rim with hydraulics on it. Should we just play the... Chris Rock, I think it's Chris Rock scene where he's just like, they're spinning! Yeah. They're spinning! Uh, I have written here, oh, it's going to be this kind of movie. <laughs> this is, like, spinning rims were such a big fucking deal at this point. John Cena took the WWE Championship and made it a spinner belt. Yeah, but we were so sick of spinner belts, that was a heel move. No, actually. He was the good was guy it? at the time. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Remember, he was cool. Was he? Yeah. Which, you know, it made sense for him. Problem is, it lasted until 2009. I'm just saying, <laughs> at this point in the time stream continuum, John Cena is popping in between my episodes of Doctor Who, being like, "Hi, I'm John Cena. Why are you watching Doctor Who?" And I'm like, "Because I want to get out of my episode." Uh-huh. Uh, we see some people down the road uh, putting down road close signs, uh, which is at least a step up from the last movie where we just closed the roads for fun. Yeah, we just had a dude block the road off. Uh, and we have uh, an illegal underground street race, which, much like the first movie, is the loudest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Do people not live on these streets? I guess or... not. They just chill with this? Uh, we get introduced to Tej Parker, played by Chris Ludacris Bridges. If you're wondering why I'm saying his entire name, that's because that is how he is credited. Chris Ludacris Bridges. Uh, who seems to run the whole thing constantly. Yeah. Like, he, he runs a... Um, he seems to be a booker. Yeah, basically. Uh, he runs a garage, kind of like Dom in the first movie, but, mm-hmm. like, every street race goes through him. I mean, it's a very lucrative profession based on the premise of the movie. Yeah. Um, so we get uh, kind of a run-through of all of the people at this race, and they're all as charming as you would imagine. Mm-hmm. We don't see any one of them again except for Suki, played by Devin Aoki. Mm-hmm. Devin Aoki is a terrible actress. <laughs> She is. She really um, is. She is. I, I think she's a martial artist. That tracks. But uh, I don't know what she's doing here if she's a martial artist. Yeah, she's a martial artist, which doesn't come in handy here because what comes in handy here is the fact that she looks good in the bikini. Yeah, and she'll seduce anyone who that we tell her to. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every car looks like it has gone through Pimp My Ride. Because everything, like, they open up the trunk and out pops the stereo and, like, the bass is thumping. <laughs> At one point, they play a Ludacris song, mm-hmm. diegetically. Yeah. And Ludacris is right over there. So, so he must just look like Ludacris. I was going to say, which which must make... By the way, diegesis is when um, you play the music. If a music is diegetic, it means it's within the universe of the movie. They hear what we hear. Yeah, the character can hear the music. Um, that's my That's my film school rundown for you right there. Um, so, I, I have written here, uh, they, they play a song by Ludacris himself, which asks a whole lot of questions about this universe. Well, doppelgangers, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so, these guys are trying to set up a race. They need four, they only have three. So, Ludacris is like, you need a fourth, who is it gonna be? And he's like, I don't know, you pick somebody. He goes, I can pick somebody. I can pick anybody. 
You have no problem with who I pick. And the guy's like, I guess. Why are you making this a big deal? So he calls up somebody. He's like, hey, you want a race? He's like, yeah, you know I need the money. And it comes out. It's supposed to be like a surprise that it's Brian. Mm-hmm. But it flashes like when he picks up the phone, a very Paul Walker-shaped shadow <laughs> <laughs> standing in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I bet I know who that yeah, it is. It's dark. Like, why are you in the dark in your own house, man? I, it, was, it was dark. Maybe he's trying to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, but like as like... What was it? Premise in the first movie. The man sleeps with the lights on. Like That's true. That's true. Uh, Brian pulls up in his fancy new Nissan Skyline mm-hmm. in the most pornographic shot of a car I have ever seen. <laughs> it's like slow motion. It's down like the curves of the car and like Brian gets out. Um, Devin Aoki has her one funny line, which is like as he steps out, she goes, oh shit, it's Brian. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they uh, the races here are very slick. They're very like mm-hmm. uh, one shot. You really get to see like how cool the cars are. Um, they start the race. Brian um, comes in and he's like, "Why don't we make this for more money?" And they're like, "I don't want to." And then just like, "Then you can leave." Okay, but like, this is a terrible premise of this race because they said they need four to race. So if you don't want to pay more money, you can withdraw, and you have all the power in, in this particular thing. Exactly. Why pay more money? You can just say, all right, I'll go home. Good luck running a three-man race again. Oh, good We're going to find another person. We already had problems finding Brian. Like, who the fuck? Are you? <laughs> who else you got? Who else you got? So you pay more money for the same thing? What the fuck, guys? Uh-huh. Aren't you supposed to be smart? No. <laughs> um, so the race starts. All four of them go on. Uh, they're the two people without names. Um, and then Brian and Suki. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Angry Hispanic man and not ludicrous. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the race is like super over the top. You can see like the speed and they're driving. It, it, yeah, it looks kind of cool, but. Time scene continuum. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at one point Suki, uh, passes somebody and she goes, move bitch. But then doesn't go, get out the way. <laughs> ludicrous was right there. Are you not trying? <laughs> Um, also the movie seems to assume that you're not watching because at one point, one of them obviously takes a turn too wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brian goes, ha, too wide. Thank you, Brian. I, I got that. We, we got that. Yeah. And then as they race, um, Ludacris is like, I got something special for them. And they race over a bridge. And so he raises the bridge. So the bridge turns into a ramp, which I'm just now realizing was foreshadowing the ending. Was it? Oh, Oh, fuck. Yep. Oh, there it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. You hit it? <laughs> You'll find out why in a sec. Um, and so, like, the bridge goes up, and then Brian goes, bridge. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> I, too, am watching this movie. Uh, so, uh, they go up the thing. Brian uh, races up and jumps over somebody. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he wins, because that's how it goes. Um, somebody, there's, um, uh, Suki's in last. Mm -hmm. And so she, Brian beats the one guy. He kind of like turns out of the way. The other guy bails out completely and doesn't take the jump. Yeah. And so Suki jumps it. And then for some reason goes, woo, smack that ass. (laughs) Thank you, Suki. (laughs) Uh, she loses her bumper entirely. That's not, 
relevant. She just yeah, she, the car, uh, the car is not missing. Car gets messed up. Uh, anyway, Brian wins, uh, and he gets ten thousand uh, dollars. A lot of sexual innuendo gets thrown around about cars, because I think Suki and Tej are like a thing, or like they're kind of flirty. They're flirty, and then after this scene, I think they become they a thing. become a thing. I believe. Um, so like her, like like you said, her bumper falls off, mm-hmm. and Ludacris goes, "Hey." Make sure you bring that body by the garage. We'll work on that front end. Ew. <laughs> Apparently she finds this attractive because she's just like, yeah, okay. I was say, which she likes, and hey, if she likes it, God bless you. Um, the cops show up and break up the race, uh, which is mirroring the first movie. Yeah. Um, except, except this time Dom gets arrested, or uh, Brian gets arrested instead of Dom because Dom's not in this one. Uh, however, no one saves Brian. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they do, however, shoot a harpoon through his car. Yeah, they have this new thing where apparently they'll shoot a harpoon into your car and it'll turn off the... It'll uh, EMP it. Yeah. Which... What year is it? Are 2003. We... Yeah, there isn't enough electronics in a car to pull that off yet. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's funny because it's the exact same harpoon from the first movie. Is it? Yeah, it's the thing that they shoot into the seat. Uh... Only this one is an EMP. What a weird universe we live in. Yeah, right? Uh, so the cops bring him into the precinct knowing who he is. He's Brian O'Connor. Uh, and they want him, for some reason, to take down uh, Carter Varone, mm-hmm. who was a big Argentinian drug lord. Because we have to make him a cop again somehow. Yeah, right? Uh, they he, he wants drivers, good drivers. Yeah. And Brian is a good driver uh, and a former cop. And his boss is here again somehow? Was it the same boss? Yeah. He was the guy who looked at him and be like, you got 36 hours, which apparently means two movies. Oh, excuse me. I did not remember him at all. Yeah, same dude. Um, and it's only been a week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they bring him in and they're like, hey, um, you have broken so many laws. Like many. Uh, we can arrest you and you can stay in prison for a long ass time. Or you can help us and we'll wipe your slate completely clean. Didn't we actually offer this to like catch me if you can guy like he, uh i don't think they they wiped him clean but yeah i'm, I'm just saying you were so impressive that we decided yeah. to let you go <laughs> uh yeah that's uh by the way if you haven't seen catch me if you can uh leonardo dicaprio it's such a good movie it is such a good movie go watch that movie um no but my point being is it's kind of funny because be like you are arrested for so many things and he starts flipping through the pages, and it, you think it'd be like one or two pages, and then he keeps going, and it's like five or six it's, pages. It's a book. Like, eventually, the joke starts circling on itself, just how funny, like, how uh, long his rap sheet is. So, they're like, hey, um, we'll wipe your slate clean, because uh, they need a good driver. You're going to go in with a partner, this guy, mm-hmm. and, like, you guys will go in. And so, he goes up to his, his new partner, and he's like, hey, car words, car words, car words. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I don't know. He goes, see, he's going to get us killed. So I get to pick my own partner. And like in your head, you're like, this is where Dominic Toretto comes in. No. Uh, he goes, I'm going to pick my own partner. Who is it? Some guy. Somebody that told me. <laughs> um, so okay. They- but like the soda guy, he appears in every scene hereafter whenever we go to meet this guy. Yeah. He has no purpose other than to stand there. I don't like even dope. think he has a line. Not really. After this whole... Do I put soda or gasoline in my carpet? Yeah. Uh, so he gets a childhood friend of his, who we are hitherto unaware of, named Roman Pierce, played by Tyrese Gibson. Mm -hmm. Apparently, uh, Roman isn't a fan of Brian, 
because they go to a um, demolition derby. Is that what that was? Yeah, where they're just smashing cars into each other. Uh, it's a demolition derby, mm-hmm. and Roman's one of the drivers, and they're like, he's a good driver. How do you tell? He's slamming into people. Um, uh, we pan down, and he's wearing an ankle brace. He is on uh, house arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, why? If he's on house arrest, why is he here? Two reasons. One, you're allowed to make a living if you're under house arrest. Yeah. Number two, his house is right over there. He lives in a trailer. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you rig the system, it still works. And it's it kind of funny because they explained that. It's like, if you're on house arrest, why are you here? He goes, why do you think I parked so close to the track? Um, also, I, with house arrest, you're allowed to leave between the hours of 9 and 5. Like, Yeah, like, you're allowed to make a living. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot to mention, there is an undercover cop working inside Verone's uh, mm-hmm. outfit. She's gone dark. They believe she might have flipped, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. This is another reason why they brought Brian in. Because Brian flipped. <laughs> Um, and I do like that they don't really, like, the movie treats Brian as, like, he made the good choice. But all the cops are like, are you a fucking moron? <laughs> it's like, we brought you in because you flipped and you know what the psyche is like. Mm-hmm. So did she flip or not? Um, and he's just like, I DK. Yeah, she's, the, he gets asked two or three times and all of them he's like, I don't know, I don't think so. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Brian. Useless. <laughs> Useless, all of you. Uh, so Roman is not a fan of Brian, uh, because the second they meet, he like walks by him and Brian's like, Roman. And he stops and he goes, only my homies get to call me Roman. Big. Um, and so he asks, and he's like, I'm no longer a cop. And he asks the, the sergeant who's with him, he goes, is that true? He's no longer a cop. He goes, yep. He's not, not, no longer a police officer. He goes, all right. He turns and he punches Brian in the face. <laughs> and they start to fight because men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing Brian can do, Brian, like, Roman's on top and he's, like, clearly winning. Mm-hmm. And then Brian goes, you still you still fight like shit. You still fight like shit. Even though he's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very man thing to do, I've noticed. It so is. Uh, basically, Roman did three years in prison for something that he feels Brian could have helped with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out later that Brian had nothing to do with Roman going to prison. Yeah. But uh, Roman, who did do something illegal, this isn't like It a, involved eight hot cars, yes. Um, he broke the law while Brian was a cop. And so he thought Brian could get him out of it, and he didn't. Because how do you bail someone out with eight hot cars? Yeah. And actually, so this 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 is far, far later in the film. But they kind of have a talk with each other about the whole thing that went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian feels bad because he couldn't help Roman out because mm. there was no way to help you. Um, and then Roman said, honestly, you shouldn't have done anything. Like, I was just mad at something. And mm-hmm. it, it turned out to be you. Uh, and then Roman says, is that why you let that guy go in Los Angeles? And Brian goes, yeah, I think so. Uh, which would have been great character uh, moment to know. In the first movie. Because <laughs> this, honestly, it adds to Brian's character. Because mm-hmm. it really kind of comes out of nowhere that Brian lets Dominic go. Yeah, because we wanted a sequel. Yeah. Because, um, like, really, the, the, the reason he let him go is because, I don't know, Dom's nice. Dom's cool. He's my friend. <laughs> he was nice to me, so... And so I guess... And he definitely didn't walk out of his house with a 12-gauge shotgun running to kill some people. Yeah. Um, and so that is why he let Dominic go is because he had this 
thing he felt like he was making up for uh, with Roman. Like I said, that would have been really nice to know in the first movie when that made sense. But it's nice to know now because we know what's going on in a series. Um, that's fun to fun little character moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they uh, they explained the deal and basically said, if you help us out, Roman, your entire uh, rap sheet is going to be clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, it's like I don't know, man. I can't trust you. And Brian goes, stop pretending like you're not going to take this. <laughs> to which he's like, yeah. Uh, so for the mission, they are issued two confiscated modified cars. Uh, a Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution 7. And a Mitsubishi Eclipse Spider with a Y GTS. Uh, and the movie reveals what kind of movie this is going to be. Mm-hmm. So we have the guy from the last movie. And then we have James Remar, who you guys know as Dexter's dad. Mm-hmm. And also Raiden from uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, <laughs> otherwise known as Budget Raiden. <laughs> um, and he like he immediately like calls out what this movie is going to be. Because he's like, if these two knuckleheads give you trouble, you let me know. Okay, we're doing a strange bedfellows buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the lady who is undercover is played by Eva Mendez, or Ava Mendez, I don't really know if there's a difference. I think it's mm. Ava. Uh, otherwise known as Monica. Uh, she is going to be there. She is their undercover cop. And I thought for a minute they were going to do hair as a love interest. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, he got over Mia real quickly. But they honestly don't. They kiss a couple times. Yeah. Um, But mostly we're just trying to figure out what Ava Mendez's whole deal is yeah so we we kind of learn um about monica for a little bit uh she hops in the car with with brian Mm -hmm. and he does this thing where like he drives and like stares at her and then like he gets faster and faster and faster and doesn't take her his eyes off of her um and then stops this is supposed to be like some like flirty like flirty driving um what it is is horrifying (laughs) Yeah, let me endanger your life, my life, and everyone around us so I can prove just what kind of man that I am. Roman Roman <sighs> stops beside him and goes like, you did the stare and drive, didn't you? He got that from me. That's my thing. He got that from me. <laughs> like, that's supposed to be a good flirtatious thing and not insane. Completely, utterly insane. <laughs> they go to the main bad guy's big bad guy compound, uh, and he's like... It's like a $12 billion mansion. Uh, he's like. trying to be Pablo Escobar uh, by way of Tony Montana. Yeah. Like, okay. No. Um, he's like, basically, here's what's going down. They locked up my Ferrari. I don't care about the car. I care about the package in the car. Mm-hmm. And there's like maybe 10, uh, 10 criminals around. Yeah, something like that. Because you guys are going to team up, pick your partner. First person to bring me back the package wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and away we go. Uh, At some point, she stole all their licenses, and I never saw her give them back, so... Yeah, she steals all their licenses. Uh, for him, it would just be like, this will track them, but obviously she's giving them to the cops. Um, <laughs> so we have our, our first big, like, driving sequence, uh, driving action sequence. I think these are done well in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, there's one that comes at the end, which is better than anything in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is kind of dumb. Because they're like, um, Roman and Brian 
have like a little drive off mm-hmm. where they're like, do anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. And let's face it, they're flirting with each other. <laughs> um, make it gay, you cowards. Uh, at one point, Brian, like, he's driving in front of Roman. He spins his car backwards, begins driving in reverse, mm-hmm. and stares, like, Roman in the eye. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does that for, like, a mile. And Roman's just like, oh, fuck you, white boy. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, woo, that's the Brian O'Connor school of driving, and, like, sticks his middle finger out like it works for AEW. <laughs> uh, um, and I like the fact that Roman is just completely unimpressed. He like, no-sells the whole thing. Um, at one point, one of the, um, what do I call them? Red shirts. Uh, Dies. Yeah. He drives under the truck like they did in the first movie. And I was like, okay, that's a nice throwback. But he fucks up, goes sideways, and the truck runs over him, smashing the car to bits, presumably killing him instantly. Yeah, no. Trailers are insanely, like, if it's they're enough. they tons. Yeah, they're tons of weight. And on top of that, that is like six tires going over you at the same time. Yeah. And all that coming down, that guy is dead. That guy is a soup, and he is dead. <laughs> the movie obviously treats this. With no gravitas whatsoever. Yeah, another guy hits his car and dies too. <laughs> There's no like, oh my god. It's just like a lot of, woo, fuck that, woo, man. Um, like there wouldn't be some sort of police reaction to the fact that a man was squished to death <laughs> in uh, a drag racing accident on the freeway. I know Florida's a fucking like trash fire, but come on, guys. It's not guys. that bright a trash fire. <laughs> Um, at one point, Brian hits his, like, NOS button, uh, and we get that CGI run through the car we got in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But instead of watching the NOS cap go, mm-hmm. we see this little red blinky light, uh, which is our indication that the cops have the car's GPS tracked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we cut to the, the police, and James Rimar is watching, and they're like, where is he, where are they going? And he goes, Duh, he's running. I knew it. Let's go. Um... You don't know shit. You really don't. Throughout the entirety of the movie, this guy makes every wrong call that you could think of. Every single, he's the worst police officer, and I'm including Brian. I was about to say, since Brian O'Connor. I'm including Brian, because Brian had, like, a moment where he's like, I don't know, man, this is tough for me, because he's undercover. James Ramar is not undercover. He's just watching every single time Brian and Roman do anything. It's like, he's running. Get him! Like, you guys pull the whole weight of the law down on this guy, but one, uh, he hasn't committed any violent crimes that I can think of. No, he's and literally... two, the car has Lojack on it, guys. <laughs> you don't have to bring him down. You hit a button and the car will stop. Also, you know you sent them to be racers. That's why, that's why you sent them there. If the car is still in the state of Florida, hell, if the car is still in the city of Miami, yeah. you're okay. Yeah. Shh. It's okay. You're okay, buddy. Why didn't you wire the car with a microphone? Yeah, there's a lot of issues here. But anyway, so he sends a SWAT team, including himself, which, uh, to go get Brian and Roman. Uh, they, uh, Brian and Roman make it to the lot first, because if they didn't, we wouldn't have a movie. Fact. Um, and they run in, they find the car, they get the package. There was a brief thirst trap of him taking off his damn shirt. Why did that happen? I don't know. This isn't pandering towards women, so I don't know. It really isn't. No. Like, that might be, like, why, but this movie is not, a, like, a, 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 a movie pandering to women. Women or gay men. Oh, uh, maybe. Arguably. But still, he took off his shirt because, damn, look at him. Yeah. 
That's uh, all I got for you. And at one point he goes, would you put your shirt back on? <laughs> um, so they get the thing. Two other guys show up. Uh, they pop up kind of periodically throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're like, we're going to get him. We'll shoot him. Yeah, let's do this. We're men. Um, <laughs> and uh, before they can do that, the cops show up. James Ramar and co. Uh, and they're just like, fuck, why are they here? They, we're on their side. Uh-huh. And so Roman starts shooting at them. Yeah, because fuck the police. To, to, keep, to keep his cover up. And then they, they drive away. Uh, they get back to the big bad guys, big bad guy evil compound. Uh-huh. And they're like arguing with each, with each other. And they're trying to write Ava Mendez as um, like the tough girl character, kind of like what they did with um, Ana Lucia in the, the yeah. last movie. But all they give her to say is stuff like, you guys fight like girls. <sighs> yeah. It's like, are you girls done squawking yet? Or something like that. I really... <sighs> um, they're trying to set up with the fact that Brian is like obsessed with Ava Mendez's character. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that they've known each other all of 20 minutes. And like, it's going to get them killed. Mm-hmm. Tyrese is re- frequently like, you got to get your head in the game, man. I already know you. Does he say anything about Mia? Didn't he know something about Mia or was I making that up? I don't think he's... No, um, he knew something about another girl, but it wasn't Mia. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, I don't think Mia was... was... Oh, right, her name was Tanya. Tanya, yep. Yeah. It's like, what do you know about Tanya? It's like, you dated her after me. Well, I couldn't let something that great go to waste, now could I? Uh Mm. Um, So, um, they they get this job with um, Veranda. Uh, mm-hmm. Veranda? That's not his name. I don't know. Whatever. B- big bad guy. Uh, Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. And uh, they're like, awesome. We'll go. We'll come here later. They go to Tej's uh, garage to get their cars checked out and see what's in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tej is doing a sidoo race because all this man knows is racing. Cool. Just Tej and Suki chilling. That's true. They were he was racing boats, and I mean, like, your boy gotta make money when you ain't racing cars, right? Yeah. So, uh, also at this moment, <laughs> at this moment in the film, we're probably what thirty minutes in, something like that. Brian and Roman are best friends again. That's true. We L- threw that right back, like we threw the whole rivalry thing. Right yeah, into the bus. like he's got like Brian's got his arm wrapped around him. Like, what's up, buddy? Uh, and they they never fight again. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, so that was out of here. Um, and I was going to say, they have no animosity, despite the fact that Roman just fired on, um, the cops and actually stole one of Verone's, um, cigar cigar cutters. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. One of the thing that we went to get the Ferrari from was a fucking cigar. It was a cigar. Yeah. It wasn't anything important. It was a job interview. And on top of that, it was his car lot. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um. So James Ramar shows up at a thing, and he's pissed off, and he like he pushes Roman, and they start to fight because men, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is not professional. Nope. Like, uh, I hate to sound like Mr. Pink, uh, but we're not being professional. Um, God damn professionals around here. Yeah. And so, um. They basically calm the FBI down by saying there's an upcoming job uh, that we're going to work on 
basically there's going to be money someplace. We're going to go collect that money. We're going to bring it to him mm -hmm. at an airstrip. He's going to fly away and we're never going to see him again. Yeah. Um, Sounds good, right? Yeah. Um, and they're like, so uh, Ava Mendez, Monica, has she flipped? And Brian's just like, I don't know. IDK. And Roman is like, what the fuck are they talking? Why are they asking you? And they're like, hey, here's some explanation about him, about your buddy. Uh, but this immediately kind of puts Roman on edge. Like, well, now I can't deal. Now I got to deal with you two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Afterwards, Brian and Roman uh, realize that they have these low jacks on their cars mm -hmm. and they can't basically trust the FBI to not get in their way again. So they race those two guys from earlier mm -hmm. uh, who a guy who's pulled the guns on them before the cops showed up. And they're like, hey, you have good cars. Give us good cars. <laughs> and they're like, how about race? And they're like, that makes sense. Um... So they set up a race for pink slips and Brian's like, hey, we're screwed because their cars are significantly faster than ours. Mm -hmm. So we got to pull out some bullshit to win. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically what's going to happen, it's a tag team race. Uh, Roman goes first, you go uppy downy, mm -hmm. and then you tag into Brian and Brian goes uppy downy. Mm -hmm. uh, naturally, you guys kind of crisscross on the way. Uh, so Roman goes, he goes up, he downy, but he basically loses. Uh, and then, yeah, cause they threw a fucking sign in his way. Yeah. Like, your boy played Doherty. Um, and then Brian goes up, he downy, but as Brian goes up, he, <laughs> the bad guy is going downy. <laughs> um, and so Brian just like drives in front of him and they play chicken for a while. <laughs> uh, and then eventually the bad guy like uh, steers off and crashes. And so Brian can go up, he downy and win. Uh, this is where I realized that they've turned Brian O'Connor into street racing Jesus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't like in the first movie. He was good. He but... was good, but he wasn't like superhuman. No, but uh, I guess between the two movies, he's done so much racing. He's just turned into God. Cause yeah. like here he's unflappable. He's unwavering. He's just like, I'm amazing. And I know it. Mm -hmm. uh, and he does nothing to like. Change that whatsoever. Not even a little bit. No. Um, so he's he's just God. And this is where they do the, the NOS button. And this is where we turn, like, from 160 miles per hour to 420. <laughs> because, like, the screen, like, like you said, the screen, like, melds in the background. Mm -hmm. The uh, background just becomes a series of lights. Again, time stream continuum. It's a whole thing. Um, it's that same effect that you get with Star Trek when they hit the warp drive. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, like you can see all the lights like flash by. They're blinded by the light. You know, they, they would be squished literally into like some sort of soupy pancake because I don't think the human body is made to Go ahead. deal with any of that shit. And demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> We can't keep saying because we're too perfect. Um, but yeah, it really does. And they would be pushed, like I said, so far back into the seat. Um, so Brian wins because of course they do. <laughs> um, because how else will this movie progress? Yeah. So they go to a fancy club that is owned by um, the bad guy, I think. Or he has like access to the VIP area. Yeah, after they won their initial race of job interview, he was like, come to my club. We yeah. do business. Uh, He's not Russian, but 
I don't, that's the accent that I picked. Excellent. Um, <laughs> no, germs. <laughs> so they bring him back to the club and they're just like, hey, sit down, have some club. <laughs> um, and they bring back another bent uh, police officer. Yeah. Um, or they know he's a police officer. So Yeah, they know, they know it. Everybody knows it. Um, and they're just like, hey, we need a 20-minute window with no police escort. I need you to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what, man? I'm out. I told you I was out. I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, okay. And so they bring him down and they start to torture him. Yeah. This part confused me. <laughs> Why would it confuse you? What? Okay. What do you mean? So here's the method of torture. Uh, Vernon has a big rat. Yes. And he puts the rat on his stomach. Mm-hmm. Then he puts a metal bucket on the rat on his stomach. Yeah. And then he heats up the bucket. Yeah. This is apparently causing the rat to tunnel through his stomach. To freak the fuck out, yes. Is that how this would work? In real life? Yeah. Like, is that what a rat would do? No, well, rats do chew through damn near anything, right? Yeah. Because rats are fucking psycho. So, But, like, is this a well-known thing? Because I've never heard... Well, its survival instinct, right, would be to try to get the fuck out of that bucket. Yeah. But also, in the time... It would take a while to heat up that bucket for the rat to realize that some, something's fucking wrong. Yeah, and they only do it for 30, 30 seconds, maybe at most. Because mm. uh, he takes it off sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so if anything, he's probably just running the risk of burning his own hand on a bucket. Yeah. Um, and so it's supposed to be like, this is two things. One, it's a disturbing change in tone. Yeah. And two, it's really stupid because it's a rat with a bucket on it. And then like, it's not the most visually interesting method of torture I've ever seen. Um, so it's like this weird, like, okay, why are we doing this? He's being repeatedly bitten and, like, scratched by a rat. Which fucking sucks. That sucks, but, like, it's in a bucket. And so, um, I don't know. I, I thought it was silly. And it's this weird, like I said, it's it's a far too dark change in tone. Yeah, he's screaming. And then Eva, Ava? Ava. 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 Uh, right. So, um, go ahead. She puts her... It's a test of loyalty, I guess. I don't know what the fuck was happening in this scene. Uh, he didn't say anything. She just walked over on her own fucking volition. Like, puts her hands over his mouth to get him from stop screaming. Yeah. Uh, but while she does it, like, she puts her, her hands over the mouth. And she looks disgusted. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's terrified. Later in the movie, uh, Roman goes, I don't know, man. I don't trust you. You see the way she walked over that easily? Just like it was nothing. No, she didn't. She was terrified the whole time. Yeah, but also, he didn't have to ask her to do it. Yeah. Um, and so your two boys in the back are just sitting there like, all right, this is happening. Yeah. Despite the fact that it's well established, they could take them. They absolutely could. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it was just, it's a weirdly silly scene. Also, when they uh, he agrees to give them the 20-minute the window, mm-hmm. they put the bucket off, and then the rat leaves. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, very little marks on his stomach. Like, he has kind of, like, the burn mark around. Yeah. Uh, and there's, like, a little scratch here and there. Which I don't think would happen, because if you heat up a bucket at the bottom, the bottom of the bucket... Bottom goes first. <laughs> and I don't think the it'll... The heat be... would go down. It would make more sense if he just heated the bucket and the rim and then, like, seared it on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really weird. There's no, no, like, I didn't expect it to be, like, blood and, like... But, Not Quentin Tarantino up in Yeah, here, but. but it wasn't, like, with the amount of screaming and, and fighting he did, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I thought he was just gonna cut him up in, like, a pig. Like, that's yeah, what... me too. 
Um, at one point, the guy who plays the bad guy self-censors himself. Yes, true. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was the movie. No, the movie's rated PG-13. Um, so what he's what he wants to say, because he's got the blowtorch and he blows over him, he goes, I will burn your fucking eyes out. <laughs> But it's not like the movie like censors itself. Yeah. You can actually see him go. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody forgot it was rated PG-13. But we got away with it because we didn't actually say the word. (laughs) Uh, Later that night, Ava Mendez goes to wake Brian up in his little houseboat. Yeah. Uh, He lives on a boat now. I don't know when that was established, but it happens. Uh, She's like, hey. Uh, Vernon is going to kill you the second you guys drop off the money. Mm-hmm. Like, you're screwed. Um, so, this is over. Go to your CO and say, like, tell them what's going on. You're done, because they're going to kill you. This, mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Um, so, the two bad guys from before show up, and they're like, we found you. You were followed. Mm-hmm. And we have this, like, weird little standoff, which isn't really tense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vernon shows up, and he's like, hey, also I'm here. Uh, everybody stop pointing guns at each other. I will see you tomorrow, the day of the big, the big heist. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, these two guys, you, go, you guys are going to take different cars, and then these guys are going to be with you. Uh, just so I can make sure that nothing goes off um, incorrectly. I mean, half the thing of being a gangster is being paranoid as fuck, right? So Yeah, which right. makes sense. Makes things a little bit more difficult. Uh, and I guess Monica got out in time, because when Vernon arrives at home, she's lounging by the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she's an escape artist. Somehow she got off a houseboat undetected. Yeah, it was impressive. Uh, Brian and Roman tell the FBI what's going on. Uh, and they're like, he, he, this is what he's going to go. He's going to go to a plane. And he's going to go and he's going to go off for good. But they're going to kill us if we do it. Uh, and then the guy from the last movie mm-hmm. is like, well, then we got to pull you out. This is ridiculous. And James Ramar is like, no, this is our last chance to do it. This is our only chance to do it. You're going to go out and you're going to die trying. And Brian's like, that is literally the option. <laughs> that is literally what he told us to do. Yeah. And then our other boy is just like, this is a, such a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> and then, then Dexter's dad goes, uh, we're going to put a GPS on you to make sure you don't try anything cute. And it's like, what? <laughs> First of all, you already had GPS on us and it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, secondly, dude, you're the FBI. Yeah. It's so, this whole character is unnecessary and lame. We couldn't find the other guy from the other movie who yeah, was just like, back? hey, you've got to do the thing, you know? There's a lot of different types of family, Brian. Um. This writer has never encountered a police officer in his life. That's, which is weird, because like I said, John Singleton. This is a John Singleton movie. Yes, but did and he ever do any, like, movies involving cops? Well, you know, Boys in the Hood had this whole kind of thing. and Yeah, but that was the Boys in the Hood, not the cops yeah, in the Hood. Yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, so... This is a very white man movie, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they, uh, they go back out... And, and Roman and Brian kind of talk to each other and it goes, well, either we do the job and we die or we don't do the job and we go to jail. He goes, yeah, that's kind of a bitch, isn't it? That fucking sucks. Um, he goes, but we have, what if there was another idea? We're delivering so much money. What if we kept a little bit of money back for ourselves? <laughs> and Brian's like, ah, you're right, man. They just messed with the wrong two guys. And he calls up Tej for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go through a montage of us fixing up cars. 
Because uh, car porn. Yeah. Uh, they make it all fancy. At one point, Brian asks for half-filled tanks of NOS. Mm -hmm. We don't know why until the end. Um, I'm still confused on why. I'll, uh, I'll explain. Okay. Um, uh, also, this is kind of where I noticed Brian and Roman's chemistry is much better than Brian and Dom's. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like... Brian and Roman are very, like, friendly with each other, mm -hmm. even though they shouldn't be, but they are. But here we are. Um, Dom is very much like, oh, uh, these are my family. These are my... That's, I don't... I'm angry all the time. <laughs> I'm Vin Diesel. I'm Vin Diesel and I'm angry. <laughs> and, like, as you're watching, you're like, would you lighten the fuck up a little bit? I'm Vin Diesel and I'm haunted, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe that's it, because, like, at least Brian, you know... Um, Tyrese Gibson, he's also a better actor. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get that out of the way. Um, he's funny and he's kind of jokey and he's he, he lightens up the movie a little bit. Um, so this is where they talk about why Brian let Dom go. Good scene. Solid. Mm -hmm. uh, so the day of the job, uh, they get to, they pick up the two bad guys. The money is being stashed in a mobile home. Like a trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, they bash that shit with a, a sledgehammer. Yeah. And they take the money out. Mm -hmm. And the guy from earlier, the bent police officer, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's implied he, he waited the 20 minutes and then sent the police after him or chickened out and sent the police after him. I think it's the first one. Yeah, because um, they only had 20 minutes, right? So Yeah. Because he's just like, after 20 minutes, the whole... Uh, Miami Dade Police Department will be on you. So, but, um, so 20 minutes goes by, and then he sends the local police department, who have no idea Brian and Roman are on, uh, the FBI's side, which means we're in trouble. So much trouble. Oh my god. So, here's where we come to the big climax. Mm -hmm. We probably have 30 minutes of this movie left. 25 minutes of this movie left is this one action scene. Fact. And I mm -hmm. have to say it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I it involves like hundreds of different cars. It does. Like we have literally what appears to be the entire Miami-Dade Police, Police department, department, they chase after, and then, like, they're crisscrossing through each other, causing mm -hmm. cop cars to smash into each other. Mm -hmm. There's a moment where, like, a helicopter's chasing them. They shoot into Brian's car. With the EMP gun. With the EMP gun, but it kind of, like, dislodges a little bit. Mm -hmm. So Brian crawls out of the car because he loves crawling out of speeding cars. He does. And, like, pulls it out, and then he throws it at another cop car. <laughs> and then it hits it, and that one fries. And, like... And then spins out a car on all the other police cars. Forget how to dodge... Anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the thick of the chase, like and th like I said, this goes on for 20 minutes at least. Yeah. Um, and it's very cool. It's very well shot. There's no CGI to it. It's not trying to look cool with that slick kind of camera moves that we got a lot in the first movie. Mm -hmm. It's just a straight up well shot car chase. <laughs> um, it was very good. And at one point, like he, uh, Brian gets his butt, the, the, the guy beside him to like hold the wheel while he gets out and takes out the harpoon and throws it at the guy. Uh, and then he like takes the wheel back and they strive through the thing. And the guy looks at him and goes, 
you're a good driver. <laughs> and Brian goes, thanks, man. <laughs> um, so at one point, the police look like they're closing in. Because there's just no way you can escape that many cars for so long. No, you cannot. So Brian and Roman drive into this like back lot and then into a garage, which is a stupid idea. Mm. Until this happens. So as cool as that last scene was, it gets better here. <laughs> because like they drive into the garage and the garage has got like five different garage doors. They drive in, they wait a couple seconds. And then um, they all five of them open. Mm. And out drive five of these big, like, trucks. And they just careen into the police department. Yeah. Pushing them out of the way. Like, uh, they're monster trucks. Like they're, Yeah, they're just barely not monster trucks. <laughs> uh, they push them out of the way, creating, like, a little diversion. And then they open up the doors again and out pour what, honest to God, must be a hundred cars. Yeah, like, I don't... Like, we must have had, like access to hammer space because way more cars than I think could fit in that garage this, come out of yeah, that Yeah, like the garage turns into a like an airplane hangar and honest to God, a hundred cars pour out and it's not like 20 cars and then we digitally doubled them. Mm. There are a hundred cars on this shot and then like they all just come pouring out and create what they call a scramble mm. um, and it's everybody like we met earlier and they just like swish around and, and try to create a distraction. Honest to God, it's really cool to watch. <laughs> and so uh, we lose our protagonists in the scramble. Yeah, not, and I was going to say, not only do the police lose Brian and Roman, we lose Brian and Roman. Yeah, we have no We can't idea. tell which car is which. Uh, eventually, they break loose. Mm -hmm. Brian tells them to, to break. Mm -hmm. And so they pour out into the streets. Um, and eventually, we, we locate them, and then we start chasing them again. Um, and they drive to a pier. And they're, they've run out of room, mm -hmm. so so the two cars stop, and the police surround them. And then the FBI is like, damn it, they got them. They're out, they're out. Mm -hmm. And they open the doors, and out walks Suki and Tej. <laughs> and Tej goes, damn, man, I know my, my license is a little out of date, but this is a little ridiculous. <laughs> um... Brian and Roman switched cars. They switched cars from the, the fancy ones to the ones they won uh, against the two guys. Mm. Um, and they are completely clear. Uh, nobody knows where they are, not even the FBI. Because mm. fuck the police. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, because I know my tags were out of date, but now... <laughs> Uh, they only got one more issue because they still have the the two guys with them, mm -hmm. uh, and so Roman goes like, "Hey man, it's a uh, you, you like this car?" He goes, "Yeah, it's nice." He goes, "Ah, I can do all kinds of stuff." You know a button I really like? I like this button. And he holds up a button, and he's like, "Yeah, this one's really good." And then he slams his head against the dashboard a couple of times, which and I thought was just this is great. He slams his head against the dashboard, and he fucking ejects him out the car. He, yeah, hits a button, and it's an ejector seat. <laughs> that is that those half tanks of nitrous oxide that's what they use them for oh. they retrofitted them and so they would use them. Mm -hmm. if it was too much it would just fucking killed them but this one just chucked them out the well the he door. threw them into gator water he's basically dead oh now. one time <laughs> um so yeah he hits a button and they have they installed an, an ejector seat using those half tanks foosh out they go <laughs> or out one goes uh brian is still kind of talking he's got his hand on the button mm-hmm 
And like he's he's thinking for a bit and he's like, he's kind of a good guy, but I'm hit the button. <laughs> uh, and the guy goes, make a turn here. He goes, wow, there's no airstrip over there. He goes, who said we're going to an airstrip? So he turns, they got misinformation. Um, Monica was told about an airstrip. They are not using an airstrip or a plane. They are using a boat. Yes. Um, and so they get to the place. He, Brian hands him the money that he has. They split the money in two. And he hands him all the money he's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Verona's like, so, why are there so many cops on my airstrip? <laughs> and he goes, fuck if I know. I don't know. Because, you know, I only told one person about that airstrip. Monica. <laughs> uh, to which she's like, hey. Fuck. Uh, and so he's like, okay. You come on my boat. Kill him. Uh, so Roman and the FBI get to the airstrip. And they're like, hey. Can't help but notice nobody's here. What the hell? And so Roman's like, oh. That means Brian ain't coming. I gotta go. And so he gets in his car and drives away. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad guy drives, or um, Brian is forced to drive the bad guy out to the thing, out to like a s- quiet spot, and then he'll kill him. Uh, he goes to hit his uh, ejector seat button, but it fails. And so Brian's like, guess I'll die. <laughs> uh, That's why I was concerned about the half tanks. I thought the, like, what, why, why no, why no push? Uh, yeah, it's just. Um, that man should be knee deep in bushes. Yeah. Uh, so he's just like, well, that's going to suck. Uh, and in comes Roman to save the day because of course he does. Um, so they, they throw him out. They, they, there's a scene where, you know, that scene in office space where they beat on the printer for a while. Yeah. And it's in like that downward angle and they just, you see the bat hitting the, (laughs) that's what they do. But with like them kicking him a couple of times. (laughs) And it's funny because like Roman's like, all right, man, come back. He's like, yeah. (laughs) all right all right monica (laughs) so they drive uh they drive down the way the boat is already in the water um so they take a car and drive on the road alongside the water uh and they're they're driving and they're like how are we gonna do this and brian's like um I have an idea, but you're not going to like it. And Roman's like, boat, car, boat, car, boat, car. Brian, you're not thinking of what I think you're thinking, are you? And he goes, do you trust me? No, not a damn thing. Not, not even a little bit. Thank you for asking. Um, so there's a ramp. at the. Remember what I said earlier that the bridge was um, foreshadowing the finale? Mm-hmm. So there's a ramp at the end of this road. <laughs> Um, and the whole time Tyrese Gibson is doing the Chris Rock thing, or I'm sorry, the, the Chris Tucker thing, mm-hmm. where he's like, man, you crazy, you crazy, Brian, Brian, you crazy, crazy, Brian, Brian, you crazy, Brian. <laughs> um, and they reach top speed, they hit that ramp and defy every single law of physics because he must jump 60 feet. Yeah, that's true. He must jump 60 feet over the water into the boat they land on top of it yeah somehow they don't kill anybody which is uh, surprised they should have killed like three people uh roman breaks his arm brian goes away without a scratch <laughs> uh they should both have whiplash at the very least um so they crash onto the boat and uh up comes vernon who's just like okay 
gonna kill you now. He's got a shotgun. And Brian's just like, no gun! And then he shoots him in the shoulder. Uh, and Vernon goes like, well, that sucks. Still gonna shoot you. Gonna get up. And then Monica goes from beside him, and she's just like, you're under arrest. And uh, we finally get to arrest the big bad guy. Uh, he gets medical attention before he's arrested, which is the most unrealistic thing about the. That's the true. Thing. You ain't dying. Uh, so it's the wrap up. Roman survives with just a broken arm. Brian is absolutely spotless. Mm-hmm. They talked to James Ramar about how everything went. Um, they found half the money. They couldn't find the other half, but it was more than enough to put Vernon away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their records are completely wiped clean. Um, and Roman goes like, all right, all our records are clean. He goes, yeah, absolutely. He goes, all right. He gets up and he hands um, three bags to him. And he goes, I guess there were six bags altogether. <laughs> it's just like, all right, man, cool. Um, <laughs> around getting patched up, uh, before getting sent to jail, uh, Vernon like kind of stares daggers at him. And Roman goes, don't drop the soap. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, and then, like, they laugh, and then you hear Brian go, <laughs> you know when he gets out, he's going to kill you, right? <laughs> yes, he's not going to get out. Right? Brian, he's not going to get out, right? Brian? <laughs> you think he's going to get out? <laughs> uh, Brian and Roman's records are clean. Uh, Vernon has been arrested. Ava Mendez is on the up and up. She never turned. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, she doesn't end up with Brian. Yeah. That's, uh, that was the thing. Roman and Brian team up. Uh, they choose to stay in Miami and own a garage, open a garage. With the money that definitely... I was going to say, with what money, you ask? <laughs> with what money that is definitely not drug money that should have gone to the FBI. Yeah, Roman's got like a bunch of money in his waistband. It's just enough to do what it is that they need. Yeah, it wasn't just Roman who had it in his waistband. Wasn't a uh, white shirt there also hiding money? Uh, if he did, I didn't see it. Yeah, all right. Um, they get enough money to get by. Everyone's happy. Curtain down. I, despite myself, as this movie kept going, I liked it more and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not a good movie. <laughs> like, let's be clear, you and I. Um, but especially in that last half, I'll be damned if I wasn't entertained. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That big, like, action scene at the end, like, it's it's just, it's so well done. Yeah. Um, it's crazy the amount of work that went into it. Um, Paul Walker is not a great actor. Nope. He's not really a leading man. Um, no. Like, he was solid. He kind of played off um, Vin Diesel well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because they're both kind of like lame. <laughs> Um, I think this movie, I, I like the, the, the amount of energy that Tyrese Gibson put into the role. That's true. He did great. Um, I thought that was, that was really good. Uh, and like, like I said, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's a dumb movie. It's not good. No. But it's fun. But it's fun. It's like, are you watching TNT at like midnight? Hey, Too Fast, Too Furious is on. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll, I'll be real with you. Um, maybe in spite of, or because of all of these things, I liked it better than the first one. Well, yes, it's better than the first one. The scenes are better and like, it made more logical sense. It felt more cohesive. Yeah. 
uh, it answered some questions. We were just like, why the hell isn't every goddamn police department looking for this guy? Yeah. They are. They just suck at their job. No, they are. He's just really good, and now he's um, getting a, a, a way out. Yeah. And the FBI are so bad at yeah, their jobs. Yeah, they are so bad at their jobs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I gave the, the first one a four. Honestly, I might give this one a six. Really? Yeah. Now, you, you didn't take to this as well as I did, eh? Well, it's better than the first one, right? right? I appreciate the driving scenes, right? They were very, very good. But, like, if you didn't read me the plot just now, I have no idea what the hell we were doing. That's the reason I do. <laughs> Especially, I do not individually recall the plot of this movie. It's like Transformers. I've seen, like, three Transformers movies. I cannot tell you what the Transformer movies are about. I'm going to be real with you. Halfway through typing the uh, the, the plot, because I type out the entire plot. I don't, like, use Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, through typing out the plot, I look back at some of the other stuff. I'm like, I don't really remember that. <laughs> Because it is kind of, like I said, the second half is better than the first half. It is, yes. And it kind of saves the movie from being a kind of a disaster. Um, but this sort of, it, it takes itself a little bit less seriously. It takes itself less seriously, but it gets up its own butt on how cool it thinks it is. It does. This movie thinks <laughs> it's so cool. And it was at the time. Like, you gotta put yourself back in 2003. This movie was, like, the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. Um, Not critically. Critically, it was lambasted. Um, But, like, if you... Oh, critics hated this movie. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, If you were 13, which I was... um, I would be too, wouldn't I? You would be 12. Oh. Um, Yeah, if you were 13... Or, actually, hell, even 12. (laughs) A 12, 13-year-old teenage boy, this was your shit... (laughs) Um, this Need for Speed Underground, like I said in the first one, that was, this was cool, man. Um, Mm -hmm. and now it seems silly. I also feel this movie was a little bit less douchey than the first one. It is less douchey, but it traded douchiness for up its own butt. For smarm? Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of right. Which I'm okay with, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But like, guys, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm gonna give it a six. I uh, am a little disappointed in myself, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm giving it a five and a half. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, really, you're giving it a five and a half. So we're not that far off. We're not that far off. Like the f- second half and the thing with the scramble was really fun. Yeah. Uh, why that guy took his shirt off, I don't know, but I enjoyed what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but thanks. <laughs> you know, like, this movie clearly isn't catering to me. Yeah. Like, it's clearly catering to anyone who subscribes to Toxic Masculinity. True. I felt that was less here, too. It was less, because we have Suki. Well, Suki is... Suki's whole... Actually, and, like, all women in this movie, except for Ava Mendez, mm. their whole job was to wear skimpy clothing. Yeah. Uh, but Suki got to drive a car, and her car was unabashedly female. You know, That's true. It was pink. It was fluffy. It was very, it had anime characters on it. It was like, very kawaii. It was very kawaii. <laughs> and they took Suki seriously. They didn't just like, oh, she's a girl. You know. That's true. Um, because like when Suki raced, she was just a racer. Yeah. Like when they when Michelle Rodriguez did it last time, they're just like, you shouldn't be there. You should be at home making my supper. 
And then she's like, I will beat you because I am a strong, independent woman. That's stupid. Yeah. But they, were, for the fact that they were just like, oh, Suki's in this. Okay, moving on. And Suki came in second. Yeah. Um, Suki's got balls. She took the jump. Yeah. I mean, it wrecked her car, but. Yeah, but still she did it. Yeah. Terrible actress, though. I'm sorry, Devin. Absolutely terrible. I'm sorry, lady. <laughs> I was going to say, Devin Aoki was really cool in the movie Sin City. Was she? Who yeah. was she? She was. Um, was she a stripper? She was Miho. Yeah, she was um, the, the stripper with the sword. Oh, yeah, because uh, uh, Miller is awful. Yeah, yeah, Miller's awful. Uh, but she was really cool in that movie, mostly because her character was silent. Um, <laughs> she looks cool. She does. Visually. She has a great look about her, eh? Yeah, she, she visually looks uh, great. Uh, she, which is why she's here. She looks great. She looks cool, and she looks like she can kick your ass. Uh, um, which, so, I'll bet you she can. Probably. Uh, actually, there's no probably about it. She could definitely yeah. kick my ass. Yeah, straight up. Uh, no, but, like, you know, like, toxic masculinity aside, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if you subscribe to it and you put all of your eggs in a basket about cars, this is the movie for this you. This is your movie. And, I, I, like I said, I think it's it's better than the second one. I, I, or it's better than the first one. I feel it's all, like, kind of kind of copacetic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a better movie. It's definitely a better yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, which honestly surprised me. Mm-hmm. I always thought this movie was... The The title doesn't help it because I thought it was dumb. Well, I think it knows. Yeah. I think it knows a little bit. Yeah. Um, That's why you enter the time stream continuum when you hit the NOS button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you want to see dumb. <laughs> Coming up next week is Three Fast, Three Furious... Otherwise known as The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Because <laughs> if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. To this day, I don't know what that means. We watched the trailer for this movie mm-hmm. uh, last, no, a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, and I have never seen Tokyo Drift. I, I, I know you not. You haven't. No, I have not. Um, and the trailer looks so bad. <laughs> So we couldn't get Paul Walker. We got, what was it called? The non-union Mexican equivalent. The, the non-union Southern equivalent of Paul Walker. I don't know his name, but he's got such a thick Southern accent. And like that, that, that is like, cause the movie takes place in Tokyo. So they want to separate him so violently from Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Your atypical American accent is Southern. So Fair enough. that's what they got. Um, I think Bow Wow was in it. Do we always have to find a rapper for these movies? I, I guess. Um, but that's... But there's nothing more of a male power fantasy of being a white man doing a minority's job somehow better and learning it in half the time that they did it. Like, what was that movie oh, where no. Clint Eastwood with like six threesomes in it? Oh, um, <laughs> The Mule. The Mule, right? Uh... Someone once said that it is a male power fantasy because he is an old white man that can do somehow do a Mexican man's job better than he could in half the time at twice his age. That was that was John Mulaney and <laughs> Pete used to date Ariana Grande. What's his name? Oh, that one guy, Davidson, right? Or, Pete Davidson, thank yeah. you. Uh, but yeah, so that that is next week's movie. The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. This is going to get racist. I can feel it. I'm worried. <laughs> uh, this is the third movie. Absolutely nobody comes back. Um, uh, so I guess that's the end of the Brian, Brian O'Connor saga. For now. Or is it? <laughs> For now. For now it is. 
Um, I know Hobbs and Shaw, he just is not in it, so, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but there there we have it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to uh, keep in touch with us, if you want to see what we're doing the rest of the week when we're not talking to you, mm-hmm. uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at EmptySquare, E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. Cute. I am at Aquadia underscore. Link in the doobly-doo. Link in the doobly-doo. Um, I, uh, what else do we want? You can, if you, uh, are so inclined and you're like, hey, I got money I don't need. I, I, I just recently took out an Argentinian drug lord and I have money in my waistband. Uh, <laughs> why don't I give it to those guys I listen to sometimes on, uh, on, on, on YouTube. If you'll love me, you'll support me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, but. I mean, if you really loved us, you'd go to the patreon.com slash empty square. I, wow, I hurt myself. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh, if you if you feel like it, that's great. If not, don't worry about it. Uh, we're chilling. Thank you very much for even just watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, patreon.com slash empty square. Um, wear a mask. Wear a mask. We're almost through this thing. Get vaccinated if you can. Yes. Um... Check with your doctor to see what group you're in. Yeah. Do not deny them if they're just like, oh, we can get you a vaccine tomorrow. And be like, no, that's okay, because they will just throw it away. This isn't a situation where they're just like, oh, you should give it to someone else. They won't. They'll just throw away your vaccine and order more. Get vaccinated. Um, Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. Yeah. What else Hulk Hogan say? The N-word. The (laughs) N-word. Don't say that. <laughs> do not. Do not, do not actually. You know what? Unless you're black, do not say the N word. I I shouldn't have went with Hulk Hogan. What did Macho Man say? Ooh, yeah. I'm supposed to say he's not the racist one who said all the homophobic stuff, is he? No. Um. Anyway, so uh, thank you very much for watching. We will see you next week, next Monday probably. Yep. Uh, and uh, we will we will continue on this on this crazy train. Um, I think ne- next series, whatever we do, you should probably pick it. Okay. Because I I went with this one, and it's so clearly condoned to the male fantasy. You know we're watching anime, right? Is there an anime series? Like a, a series of movies? Yeah, they do them all the time. We could watch Persona 3. That's a series of movies. Oh, shit. That's like three or four movies. Wow. All right, that actually fits. Uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll see when we get there. Um, but yeah, until next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much for, for listening. Yeah. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.